Hello, everyone, everybody, and welcome to another movie podcast. I'm your host, Oscar, and with me today is Ralph. And no Luke for the right. foreseeable cut future. Cut the dead weight. Let's go. Let's cut the dead weight. Right. I hope Let's he cut the, I know he won't. That's the best part. The, he won't. Right. Right. Who Who? Who does? I mean, <laughs> I hope more than us. Anyway, um, um, what was I saying? Don't me throw me off. Anyway, no Luke. Uh, he's on va- not vacation. I almost said vacation. He's on work away from state. Let's just say that. And uh, he is unable to record with us um consistently so we will wait until he gets back which will be roughly what three months or so or six months i have no idea yes um three years i don't know anyway um (laughs) this is episode number 126 and today's episodes are going to be movies that are uh chosen by ralph here and those movies are going to be uh mortal Kombat, which uh when you're hearing this it's three days old just came out in theaters, and it's on HBO Max if you have a subscription to that channel, our streaming service, um, as well as a Netflix original movie from France called Madame Claude, um, which is a biopic, actually. They did not know that. And then we're going to. Con- right, yeah. And then we conclude our show with a review of Roth's latest marathon pick from his own personal marathon, uh, Monster. The one with Charlie Theron that came out in 2003. Theron? Anyways, huh? Is it Theron? I don't know. I've heard it pronounced different ways, and um, I guess I'd have to hear her say it to know for sure. Anyway, uh, those are going to be what we're going to... That's, that's in store today. Obviously, before we get to that, we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been up to in general in our lives. How, uh, Raf, how are you? I'm good. Good. Working but not now. great? No, not great. I've been tired. I've been working a lot. And then... Uh, I got a break coming up this week, and then next week I think I'm going to go back to working a lot. So, so you get like what, like a little break, and then back to well, work. I mean, I get my like regular days off, but uh, oh, I've okay. been working on my days off also, and just like staying late for work also. So I don't think that's a day off then. I think that's just uh, a work day. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, on my normal days off, my scheduled days off. How about that? Oh, okay, got it, got it. Um, yeah, yeah, I know you. You you are not a fan of the grind, but you do the grind a lot. Um, oh yeah, when I can. I, I would never. I would never. I would never like um, accidentally call you or label you like um, what do you call it, a workaholic? Because you're not. Because no. a workaholic can't help themselves, right? And they, in some form, like it or love it. Sure. Um, and I don't think I you're that. Agree. But you no. do grind. You no. do I mean, work. listen. I like what I do. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah. You don't but, have to be a workaholic either. Nah. To show that you like a job, either you know. If I had, no, of course. If I made enough money without having to work OT, I wouldn't do OT. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do other things with the money. That's it. That's the problem. So I need to work more. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I uh, hear you. I'm a, a bougie. So, in order to be bougie, you must make enough money to bouge yourself. Yeah, you do like your toys. Facts. Yes, I know. Facts. You're excited right. about chairs and new tables for. To basically do hold your software and equipment. Um, okay. Yeah. Anything else besides that? Uh, you want to no. mention? No? Mm, no. No holiday came up, right? Was, no, I don't think so. Mm, the last two no. weeks. Anyway, uh, on my end, uh, I have something interesting or fun for me anyway. Uh, I know it was fun for you too. Uh, it involves you. We finally did one of those uh, oh, yeah. serial killer boxes. Not serial killer. That's not, that's not correct. It's a murder mystery box set. 
yeah. where like um, in a little box they, they mail to you, you know, depending on the service. They send you all these um, clues and whatnot and fake, like made up things, you know, um, to in order to solve a, a crime, right? So they give you like a dossier of what what happened. Uh, you're the detective on the scene, so to speak, and you have to figure out the person and the motivation um, for the crimes. In this case, it was a double murder we did in the 1900s, early 1900s, um, concerned in, in a sanatorium for tuberculosis, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, uh, it was fun. Yeah, we did it, the, the brothers, the brothers three, uh, we did it uh, together. It took a few hours. It was fun. Um, honestly, it could have taken way less when we found out the answer, but it was still <laughs> fun. And I, I can't wait to crack open the other ones too in some future. Um, so I did that. We did that. That was fun. Uh, besides that, I've been, um, I mean, I mentioned, I think on the last show that I've been playing, uh, Death Stranding. I'm still playing that. Um, you know, I've been trying to tone it down because I've been watching also a lot of movies lately and I've been getting into some TV shows. That's the one thing I'm not. I haven't been good at so far this year is that I haven't been watching any or much new TV. I've been watching a lot of new TV for me, but I haven't been like, so like I get attracted to it for like a couple episodes and then I'm just like, to hell with you. The and then I just like, I just like, there's like that hump, you know, the, every, every show has it. I don't care what, I don't care if you're the best show out there. Right. You used to, every, every show has a little hump moment, you know? Yeah. And I just feel like that hump just gives me that enough pocket of like, Oh, I don't need to watch you anymore. Yeah, so. yeah. It sounds like a, it sounds like a, a toxic relationship where like you just oh, yeah, for an excuse to 100%. set off. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great. Um, we're still doing it because we obviously have fun together. Yeah, um, right. you know, and then it's call just me when fun. you're interesting again. <laughs> call me when you're interesting. Yeah, right. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah, mm. uh, that's funny. I, I don't I don't get that way. I mean, there are the humps, and I go, I just fight through them. I'm just and, so far uh, behind. I, I should really fight through them because I'm. I, I don't know, but I'm tired of hearing people tell me recommending me a show, and they go like, "Oh, well, like the first couple episodes suck, but like once you get through, I'm like I don't want the first couple episodes to suck. I want to like it right away. Like, or uh, season two sucks, but like once you get to five and eight, they're great. And I'm like, what? Five oh, and like, eight? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like no, I don't want to. I don't want to watch five and eight. I want to watch one through one, and then think it's great. Then and then just watch. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like it's just. I don't wanna, I, I hate getting those recommendations. So, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. I think I did. I did that to you once for ex, for the Expanse. Uh, yeah. Um, because um, well, I said that the first season isn't as good as the rest of the show, but it's. Still, I don't think it's bad. I think it was a lot. Of fun. Yeah, but I you didn't it. say like, "Man, it's a drag." You know, like it's yeah, different no. to say like, you know, listen, like just. Well, yeah, because it wasn't a drag for me. A lot of people right. say that. I don't. No, no. Yeah, but, but I just feel like a lot of people yeah. say that. For sure, for sure, and they also solved the first season. Um, conflict in season two in the opening of season two or whatever so a lot of people have trouble with that they're like oh why didn't you just give us the answer in season one i'm like i don't know just i don't know i was fine with it um anyway um that's what our lives have been lately huh? sort of uh, besides that we're gonna get into some recent discoveries Rafi, you actually seen something you've been watching things isn't that crazy it is not so i saw a movie called new madland um mm-hmm. not the one from 2017 the one from 2020 that's nominated for an oscar yeah there's a movie with the same title I think so, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, it's a woman in her 60s who, after losing everything in, in the Great Recession, embarks on a journey through the American West, living as a van-dwelling modern-day nomad. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, starring Frances McDormand. Uh, She's in her 60s? Uh, she plays a movie, a woman in her 60s. Okay. Um, 
That's what it says. Okay. And then, I'm not saying it's not possible. Well, she was born in 57. So. Are you asking me to do math right now? <laughs> <laughs> she's in her she's Yeah, she's definitely in her 60s. She's past her, yeah. So so anyways, um, yeah, so I, I saw this. Um, I, I wasn't like, I like the movie overall, I guess. The movie lingers on a lot of shots. And I don't get me wrong, the views in the movie are great because well, she kind of like, you know, wanders through America. Um and stuff like that, which is kind of which is cool, and it's uh, it's definitely cool to see like the lifestyle that uh, that uh, what's it called goes on in um, you know what, what's her name in the movie? God, I'm so bad at this. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember. Fern, Fern. Oh yeah, Fern. Yeah. We should have known. I was like a, a plant. A hot <laughs> no, plant. I'm dumb. Like I'm right in front of IMDb and I couldn't see the name. Anyways, um, so yeah, Fern, and uh, she. Uh, it's just you know. It, it was interesting. It was an interesting watch overall. Um, I didn't get super attracted to it, and I thought overall it was okay. Um, so, uh, but I, I mean, I, I just think Bryce McDermott knows how to act, obviously. So, like, she's a really good actress. Um, uh, so, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to judge her from other works, I guess, but to this one. Um, overall, still a good movie. I would recommend it um, uh, for people. Uh, it reminds me a lot of that, uh, what's that one Reese Witherspoon, The Wild, I think. It reminds you kind of like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can see that. Right, right. Yeah. So, uh, so that's that. That's no man land. I would say wild is the um, the most uh, it, like it caters to a majority. Oh, like, I would. Nomad land might cater. I would to agree. Yeah, no, Nomad land is definitely more of a. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with you. Yeah. Um, but it, it like almost hinders on border of like her being like not homeless, but um, because she's technically not um well, alone, right? Yeah, I would say like yeah, just she alone. She really likes being like alone, solitary. Yeah, she really she does. That. She does. Yeah, she gets off on that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, not really. But, so yeah, that's um, not my land. Besides getting more into it um, and doing an actual review of it, uh, the other movie I saw and I literally just saw it uh, like less than twenty four hours ago was uh, Demon Slayer the movie uh, Mugen Train. I had to correct myself earlier. Yeah, um, this is based on an anime. It's an anime movie. In case you couldn't get it. Um, after his family was brutally murdered and his sister turned into a demon, Tanjiro Komado's journey as a demon slayer began. Uh, and they board a mission on the Mugen train on tra- uh, on track to despair. Ha ha ha! Real funny. That's uh, a. <laughs> that being said, uh, does this have the full crew? Because I've actually seen all of Demon Slayer. So yeah, it does have the full crew in it, uh, and then they introduce one other character that they introduced before. Um, and uh, I gotta tell you that the movie was great. I highly recommend you go and watch it. It has very much um, I, I, so if you've seen any animes before and anime movies, it has all the tropes for an anime movie, anime movie where the graphics um, the the graphics are done a little bit differently from the regular anime. So there's obviously more CGI or more yeah, more they quality. Do that, don't they? they? They do it on purpose. Yeah, it's more stylistic, right? Overall, the same style, but you can tell like, oh, this is 4K. Like this is like upresed. You know, mm-hmm. you can tell they, they focus on something, some things more. Um, so they do yeah. that. You have your villain who becomes a gigantic boss. That's fine. It's not a big deal. Like uh, or like a big like towering boss almost. All right, that's fine. You or your character learns a new ability. Okay, that's fine. All right, we get all those little things, all those tropes that are in any anime, almost about every anime movie. Uh, they they kind of do it on purpose, like to introduce, like to almost to showcase something. But what I like about this movie is that this movie actually has continuity to the show. So I would definitely recommend you watching it because it is a mission that actually will further advance the show later. Yeah. Um, 
So it's definitely like a, a movie to watch, not like just some random filler movie that you should ignore. Okay, good. That's exactly that's exactly what I was going to ask you because uh, after I finished yeah. the one season they've done. Um, yeah, you want more, right? I wanted more. I really thought yeah. that because uh, yeah. I saw it on Netflix on the okay. Lark. Oh, okay. Did you watch I, it dubbed or subbed? Oh, dubbed. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, dubbed. Yeah. No wait, sub. Wait, no. Sub. Dubbed is uh, subbed. Dub, I meant to say. Dubbed sorry. is English. Subbed is. Uh, yeah, my bad. Subtitle. I meant sub. You sorry. meant sub. Okay. Yes. And um, I saw the whole thing, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll go." They didn't have season two. I thought there was a season two. There is two. no season two. No. Right. And then I went to Crunchyroll, thinking that maybe I'll see the full thing there. And again, no. and I found out no. Yeah. Um, like shit. So yeah, no. I will watch this movie at some point. I one hundred percent highly recommend. They added more showtime. So like when we were first looking up showtimes, there was like two per theater, and not every theater had them. Now like every theater has them, and there's like seven showtimes, um, for like every day. It's crazy, and it's I mean it's it's bonkers, and it's a high, it's not a good recommendation for me because just just alone that little caveat at the end where it actually continues with the movie. There's the like the actions in here that take place, um, continue with the show. You're, you're, it's like a good bridge for the next season. Um, it's almost like a season finale, which is kind of cool if you think about it. Mm. Um, uh, obviously, still movie trope, so like anybody watching it who's never seen the anime um, still can get into it because you kind of still get like those uh, introduction of characters again, like reintroduction. Because you know we're in a movie, so now you have to include other people who potentially not is that complete fan service or not complete uh just for the fans you know what i'm saying yeah. uh which is good because i took a friend to watch it who didn't hasn't seen the anime at all and uh i'm pretty sure i got him interested in it so hopefully he starts watching the show um nice yeah so uh, i i recommend this one uh style is the styles is good uh the fight scenes are fantastic um and uh, overall, the story is really cool, um, and I love how it progresses. I love how it ends, and I'm totally looking forward to season two. And I'm just like, I, I want more, you know. Um, so yeah, it definitely scratched that itch, though. Speaking of itchy, I'm itchy. Sorry, um, but yeah, it definitely scratched that itch uh, for Demon Slayer. That like, I was like, ah, I've been wanting more. Yeah. So highly recommend it. Um, if you can watch it in theater, watch it in theater. I think it's broken like every record in Japan for animated movie or something stupid oh, like that nice. which is crazy so oh, very nice <coughs> excuse me um so yeah that's what i've been watching awesome all right so that's demon slayer the movie moving train uh and next up is myself i've been watching quite a few here i have picked a selection of movies because i never included the rest of the stuff that i watched that were oscar nominated on here i haven't mentioned them as far as uh the recent discoveries or whatever so i'm just gonna mention a couple that are there are on the list and there are not one of them that is not for sure is called Lockdown. It's a movie that came out last year, and it's a, a it's an HBO Max uh, exclusive movie. Um, and the reason I saw it is because it's uh, made by a man named Stephen Knight, uh, who wrote the script. Are you sure it's to, not Stephen Kinnigat? It's Kinnigat. You're right. I I was just giving the the translations for. For the American audience, that makes yeah. sense. Okay, thanks. Um, anyway, and he wrote uh, awesome scripts to like uh, of um, Dirty Pretty Things, Eastern Promises. He did the movie Lock, which I really liked. Um, things like that. So he's a good writer, I think. Even though lately his record hasn't been as good. Um, so Lockdown is uh, a couple attempts, a high risk, high stakes jewelry heist at a department store. That's basically it, but it's uh, set during you know COVID, and it's very COVID heavy. It's like during the actual lockdown, the first four months or so of that thing. And this couple who kind of has fallen out of love 
Um, one of them is a CEO that's uh, leading her. I should say it's played by Anne Hathaway and she would tell Edge for they're the couple. And, um, it's, you know, the events and the conversations and the fights and the getting high and the not getting high. It's like, it takes a while to get there, but once it gets there, it's about deciding to do this thing. And it's, um, it's okay. The movie's just like, okay. It really is nothing I saw that, um, grabbed me or kind of like made me, um, want to like necessarily root for them i kind of just wanted interesting facets or interesting scenes to come out of like i wanted to see maybe i don't know if it was a comedy either it's like it wants to be a comedy but it also isn't um so it's a very complicated movie that shouldn't be so complicated i don't know (laughs) okay it's hard to explain and it's also not glamorous at all um you think of a heist movie you think it might be like oceans glamoury but it's not and it's very much um I gotta say, if they just took out the, if they didn't put the heisting at all, which I understand why they wanted to, they need a hook, but like, if they didn't have that at all, I think I would enjoy the movie way more. Cause then I'd be focused, I would pay more of my attention to this couple dealing with this shit during, during COVID, you know, um, in England, I should say. And they, uh, you know, trying to deal with it and trying to deal with the complicated emotions stuck in one roof, you kind of feel, you know? Um, but uh, alas, it's 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 that movie too, but it's secondary, or or at least it's not the the main thing. So I was kind of disappointed overall, even though the movie is just fine. Okay, um, that's my opinion anyway. Um, next up here is a movie called Monster Hunter, which I'm sure you've heard of. Uh, you know what? I actually, I I've seen the poster, mm-hmm. and I've never actually seen anything else about so it. So have you played any of the Monster Hunter games? Okay, I've only played the the world one, the last one. I guess yeah, there's too. a new one, but um, I haven't seen it. That's the only one I played. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, um, yeah, I played a lot of that one actually. Never finished it, but uh, I got pretty damn far, and at some point I got burnt out. So anyway, Monster Hunter. This is the movie now. Um, when Lieutenant Artemis and her loyal soldiers are transported to a new world, they engage in a desperate battle for survival against enormous enemies with incredible powers. And uh, yeah, this is a, a Capcom video game franchise i guess and it stars mila jovovich who is the queen of this because she did resident evil um and it also has tony jaw uh, as a good solid second uh, f- uh fiddle to her oh. and as well as ron perlman which is uh, pretty fun to watch ron perlman you said ron perlman yeah okay okay, okay. and uh is it directed by as you might have guessed paul ws anderson um huh. oh is it i didn't know that yeah, he's the guy who did the, the original Mortal Kombat, which we we're going to talk about. Go figure. What are and, the odds? And he also did Resident Evil, some of the Resident Evils. I don't remember. I think all of them or three of them or something. He also did Death Race. You know, he's that kind of filmmaker. He's that guy. Yeah, I guess. He also, yeah. So, and a lot of that involves Mila Jovovich. So they clearly have a relationship. They clearly like making movies together. Um, and as far as this movie goes, compared to her other Mila-esque movies, it's in the, I would say, middle to top. You know, oh, okay. of the schlocky action nonsense. Uh-huh. It, it doesn't really hold together. It's just really just there to do it. Um, I really like how movies like this, the ones that are not blockbusters, but they, you know, pretend to look like blockbusters, are able to achieve better graphics with less money. So I yeah. like that because uh, you don't have to spend uh, now. You don't nowadays. You don't have to spend a ridiculous amount to show awesome CGI anymore. You, you, no, if, you don't. You know. So like. And I'm, I think I'm seeing that in regular movies now, like like Monster Hunter, and it can get away with it without like looking shitty. Um, so I like that stuff in it. Like I said, I played the game, so like seeing a monster I recognized was fun. And like, oh fuck, I remember beating my first one; it was awful. 
um, things like that, right? Um, and the plot's pretty pretty basic. She just transfers to another world, and she tries to get back. Nice. Uh, the whole fucking movie, man. Okay. Um, uh, it's not obviously it's just a a dumb B action movie, but it works as that. Have you noticed that hmm. there's been a lot of B movies lately? Yes, I have. But there always have been. I think they're just getting more spotlights. Uh, yeah, maybe it's because like there's like slim, slimmer pickings. I don't know mm. the slimmer blockbusters. You know what I'm saying? Like bigger, bigger movies. Well, you know, didn't I? Didn't I, I think I mentioned it on the show, or maybe to you, or maybe someone else, where um, I had this theory about uh, in recent years because of all the the problems between um, Trump, QAnon, the the COVID and disasters and forest fire, all this shit, right? All the bad stuff that because of this. Um, audiences were going to seek out more and more ridiculous escapism in their movies. Like people are going to want less serious things and more nutty things mm. in order to like balance out the horrible daily life. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't I, think that, you that, yeah. yeah, was it you? Okay. And, no, um, I don't. I don't think it was me. No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was you. Um, it was somebody, and I said that, and, I, and like, so you saying that makes me feel like maybe I'm right a little bit. And because you're seeing it more, you're noticing it more. I have no, I have noticed it too. Yeah, I mean, we're about to talk about one of them soon, man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's <laughs> very much. <laughs> and and uh, we never, oh yeah, we never reviewed Kong of Godzilla versus Kong, but that's another one. And but we did talk about movie. it. I mean, that's a B movie, one hundred percent. Yes, yes, and that's a recent <laughs> discovery as well. Right. right um, anyway, discovery. yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Here's another one for you. Um, I saw Honest Thief, which came out last year. Uh, Honest Thief. That's the one with uh, Liam Neeson. Yes, yes. Okay. Wanting, wanting to lead an honest life, a notorious bank robber turns himself in only to be double-crossed by two ruthless FBI agents. Oh, what the fuck? That's actually kind of cool. Right? Okay. So the plot, right, the bones of this movie, is a, it's a really good conflict. A really so, good like, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, okay. I'm, in, I'm like, intrigued already. He's, well, I mean, I, I guess I don't like uh, a little bit of it in the opening, but, you know, I get his point. So he meets his girl who's played uh, by Kate Walsh and um, not girl. She's a full fledged woman, but you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> meet someone um, after already stopping bank robbery and they never caught him. No one ever knows his identity. Things like he was scot-free, he earned, you know, stole millions of dollars. And um, in order to like be, have integrity with her and have, and like be able to like not sleep with her like that, but like sleep at night, knowing to be in love to, with this, uh, with this woman that they're about to move in and all this shit. He cannot live with himself, you know, having gotten away with these crimes. So he turns himself in. He calls the FBI, uh, the tip line of this uh, bank robber dude. And uh, he tells him, like, hey, this is, you know, me, whatever. And they don't believe him at first. They think he's a crack pot thing. And the two FBI agents, you know, in charge of, like, you know, seeking out these leads to see if they're real or not. They go there. They go to where he says the money is stashed, some of it. And they actually find it, and he's like, oh, shit, this guy's for real. And they decide to steal the money for themselves and then kill this guy. It's insane after that. It's a good plot because um, yeah. uh, it's such a strange, uh, you know, moral reverse conundrum. And I, I, I yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, it gets convoluted, and it gets pretty cheap, or sometimes gets pretty cheap. But overall, it's a fun movie, and I enjoyed it. For, I mean, it's a Liam Neeson movie, action movie. Sure. So, like, there you go. Um so yeah, expect what you expect from that. Okay. I have two more here. I apologize. One is called The Mole Agent, which uh, I don't know if you've heard of. <sighs> Sounds from vaguely familiar. But uh, oh. anyways, continue. I'll look it up. 
Yeah, yeah. It's an it's a documentary from oh, where is it from? Shit. Netflix, huh? No, no, it's on Hulu. Oh, it's on Hulu. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to look for. I don't know why isn't it at the top, but it's not at the top of the damn thing here. Uh, but, released in Chile. It's a Chile movie. Chile. Oh, movie. I'll go to ask you. Yeah. It's a documentary. It's a a private investigator in Chile hires. I should have just read this. A private investigator in Chile hires someone to work as a mole at a retirement home where a client of his suspects the caretakers of elder abuse. First of all, that's a plot for a real movie, not a documentary, but it is a documentary. And it's pretty cool. It's a very charming movie. It's very kind of a life-affirming kind of movie. It isn't about the case necessarily. It is. The guy has to like... So the movie opens with an ad that this a private agency got out, right? Trying to get people that are 60 years older uh-huh. or 70 years older, I forget. And they're interviewing them. Like, do you know how to work an iPhone? Because they need to like record people... Right, take pictures, right, right, right. Yeah, write reports. So the like, answer is no, probably for like ninety percent of them. Right, um, and it's just so fun. And then when they pick the, this pick this guy who's like almost perfect for it, seems perfect for it, and he goes in there, and the guy can't help himself and be like a part of the whole thing. Gets involved with some of the people there. A lot of the women love him. And it's like high school, you know. He he he's the new guy. He's a he's a cool guy. Of course, guy. yeah. It's so interesting. It's a fun movie. Uh, I, I had just enjoyment just watching it, and it's—I barely remember about the fucking client. I mean, the, it's all involved for sure. I'm just yeah. saying it's just not the part I, I, I hooked on. But the guy's so cool. I really like the movie. It's a documentary. It's nominated for best documentary right now, so yeah. that's why I saw it. Okay. Uh, last but not least, I saw the one of the other movies that are nominated this year for best foreign movie, and it's called Another Round, um, okay. which is uh, from Denmark, and it's um. It's, Mads uh, Mikkelsen? Mads Mikkelsen, that's right. And it's directed by Thomas Vinterberg. Mads Mikkelsen stars as this, well, four friends, I should say. Four friends, all high school teachers, test a theory that they will improve their lives by maintaining a constant level of alcohol in their blood. What the hell? Yes. Yes. Um, if you want a slightly longer, I'm saying. Yeah. So four teachers embark on an experiment where they each sustain a certain level of alcohol intoxication during their everyday life, believing that all people in general would benefit from a bit higher blood alcohol content. As a result, their working experiences are turned upside down. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the premise for this movie. It's it's promoting. I mean, I don't want to say alcoholism, but it's promoting alcohol, probably abuse. And it's a funny movie. It's. It's very nearly a comedy, like out-and-out comedy, but it doesn't feel that way. Because if anyone knows Thomas Vinterberg, who's been in the game as a filmmaker for a, quite a while now, um, you know, he's not, that's not his style necessarily. I mean, he does a lot of different kinds of movies. And uh, he usually is kind of in the dramatic sense, human stuff uh, or human element stuff. And this is definitely that. But the situations that they're in, it's really funny. I found myself like gut-busting in this movie several oh. times. And Mads Mikkelsen <laughs> plays such a great, great transformation of, of like a boring kind of like mid, li- midlife crisis kind of, um, you know, loner of a teacher who's like not very attentive to his own kids or his wife anymore or, or as much or as he used to. And then they get into the experiment. And he just jumps full in on it because wanting to change something about his life after a certain cathartic moment at a birthday party. <laughs> And huh. which is all in the beginning. And like, and then from there, you could just see this perfect fucking, like this man trying to work something out and failing and succeeding here and there. It's not like a perfect movie like that. 
and it's so good. It's such a life affirming movie. I found so much stuff in here that I didn't expect at all. Um, so I highly recommend it because it just it just knocked me on my ass a little bit, and uh, I really was enjoying it. And and the very and the end too. I'm like, I didn't know Matt Nicholson could do that, and um, he's such a great actor, you know. And this this movie again reinforces that that nice. he he's amazing. Uh, uh, yeah, great movie. I can see why the the director uh, for this movie is also nominated for best director and shit. I can understand way more now why all that <laughs> okay. exists. Um, I don't know if the experiment is based on real studies or whatever, but the way they sell it to you, you want to fucking drink. You want to kind of do it with them a little. Bit. Oh, really? There's no way you don't want to do it with them. Nice. And um, there are the other, all of them are high school teachers. Yeah, all four. One is a gym, uh, a gym, and he is a history teacher. Another one's a music teacher, and I forgot the forget the fourth, but okay. yeah, they're all in it like that. Okay. Um, yeah, so very cool, very, very, very interesting movie. I really like it, really dug it. So that is our that is our recent discoveries. Oh, he and, also uh, co-wrote it. Interesting. Yes, I think he did. Yeah, I didn't read that. But, um, and that's it for recent discoveries. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to review our first movie of the evening, which is what, Ralph? Uh, Madame Claude. No, it's not Madame Claude. Why isn't it? What the hell? You didn't just tell me. It's Mortal Kombat. We always oh, did the recent Kombat? movie first. I didn't know we did the recent movie first. I thought oh, we I did thought you uh, okay. orders or whatever we wanted. Right. It's only been 126 episodes. Um, uh, no, I'm getting 126. Yeah, 126. Uh, okay, Mortal Kombat actually will be first. <laughs> yeah, I was close enough. I was I was off by a K instead of a C. Yeah, see, it's fine. Madame Combat. Mortal Claude. <laughs> Mortal God. <laughs> All right, stay with us. First learned about this seven years ago on a mission in Brazil to capture a wanted fugitive. When we got there, it tore through our unit in seconds. The target has superhuman abilities. It had the same marking you do, Cole. It's a birthmark. What do you mean? He was born with it. It's not a birthmark, Cole. It means you've been chosen. Throughout history, different cultures all over the world reference a great tournament of champions. That dragon marking. I think it's an invitation. To fight for something known. As Mortal Kombat. MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. Don't laugh, okay? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I read it on purpose like that. Uh, This is Mortal Kombat 2021's Mortal Kombat, not whatever the other one came out the year that our youngest brother was born. Ugh, That's when it came out. We saw it in theaters, bitch. Anyway, um, shut up. Um, so, no, I laugh for two reasons. One, um, it sounds ridiculous. I can't take it seriously. The synopsis is so ridiculous. Um, it's so stupid. Outworld yeah, and shit. But the second yeah. thing, I didn't know he was an MMA fighter based on that opening like thing. I didn't know that. Yeah, but, I mean, I knew it was a like ba- backwards MMA or you know, amateur or whatever the case. I was. guess so. Nothing about it seemed official. Was my friend. of course not. Not even the freaking uh, ref who was like, "You're gonna fight again." <laughs> Two hundred dollars. Like, I would not yeah, accept that for a beating. Jesus. No way. No way. Not that kind of beating. I mean, I'm assuming he would win more money if he won. But I don't know. It didn't seem that way. But either way, he wasn't gonna. Anyway, sorry. That's so. besides the case. Um, I mean, I hate to make like 
comparisons, but like you gotta live by comparisons. Um, I'm gonna say right away the movie. Uh, I mean, are we have a spoiler section, right? We're just gonna give. Oh yeah, we're gonna, we have it. This is non-spoiler right now. Yeah, non-spoiler right now. Okay, yeah. so my quick thing of the movie is, um, I I don't hate it. I don't love it. Um, it's just kind of in the middle for sure. It's uh, definitely a B movie. Speaking of B movies earlier, um, and uh, with money thrown at it, so um, that's what that's been literally my descriptions of B movies that are have have money thrown at it. Was what it is. Um, so it looks cool. Um, the actions. The action's fine overall. The dialogue is is that is is rough. Written by like a I mean it's well it just felt like you know what it needs here? Yeah, finish him. Oh dude. Fucking great, you know? That's what it feels like. It feels like like every line after the guy wrote the screenplay, they were like, nah, we're gonna add some shit here. Kinda like thing. Dude, like, can we like, put a baby like in one of them? <laughs> right. How do we how do we how do we put this fatality in there? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, things like that. Um, that's kind of bothersome. And then, and then uh, the story is kind of like I just feel like we're stuck in like this. They, they had the, the, this is wide open. Like I, I and I get this is the story of Mortal Kombat, but I feel like did any of the, anybody who made this movie play the games currently, the recent ones? Because there's story in that, and that story is a hundred times better than whatever the hell's going on here. Well, um, I think uh, I think it's they took this, the the bones of the story, not to cut you off, um, sure. of one of the not the latest latest, but like one of like Mortal Kombat nine or something, because the stories do evolve. Yeah, no, I know that, but and like, I think it's I one just, of the original stories before they, you know, what I'm saying. I guess it's just like I just feel like they like half in half out. They like we're gonna make it our twist on our own, you know. Mm-hmm. I was just like, ah, all right, dude, I guess. Yeah, half in half um, out, not blood in blood out. Right, exactly, very much so. So. For those reasons, the movie's not good. But then, for the reasons of it being like cool to watch and fun overall in certain aspects, and kind of very schlocky, uh, yeah, that's that's fun. That's that's some good stuff going on for sure. Um, and that's my opinion of it. So I guess I'm. I mean, I'm not recommending it. <laughs> if you were going to watch it already, yeah. I mean, I'm not recommending this to like your regular person who was like, "Oh yeah, there's a Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, I heard about that." You know, like that. I'd be like, "Oh yeah, you don't have to watch it. You're good." Hmm. Um, and then I would be like, "But if you were already kind of going to go watch it, I'd be like, just don't have your expectations so high. But at the same time, you'll have fun." Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's my description of this movie. That's your overall. How about you? Um, for me, I think I would say that I liked it more than you did. Um, not to say that this is a good movie. I don't think so. It's <laughs> definitely a B movie, which is kind of an intentional way of saying it's a bad movie on purpose. Um, yeah. Or it doesn't try to for some things, but it just goes for like just entertainment. And right. I think it entertained me more. I I, re- I mean, I would say that the, the unfortunately the best action is really in the opening. Um, besides that, though, besides the opening kind of like period piece setting thing they do. Um, the action is, uh, I thought it was overall fun. Yep, and um, they don't have to explain. I, get, I I liked how they, sometimes they did over explain things when they didn't have to. Other times, or most of the time, was when it concerns to the magic in this movie. Not, um, they don't no have to explain shit. shit. That's great. Thanks. That's great. Thank you. Great. Don't have yeah. to do it. Don't care. No one cares. No one cares. Um, yeah. Right. That's the best part. Yeah. Um, That's literally the best part of the movie. I was like, oh, thank God. No and my, my only sleep. disappointment, which only gave way to the possibility of a franchise because i can imagine a franchise of this movie where it's my next resident evil 
Yeah. Um, but I think even better than that, because Resident Evil is tied to the decade it was in, and therefore um, looked wor- as bad as the as the B movie quality it says it is. You know, mm-hmm. but this one, obviously, as we said already, it looks better than it should be than it should probably be, or at least whatever. And people are already saying that the movie is like a better version of the 1995. And it is. That's exactly what it is. It's a, it's a well-polished, a cooler upgrade to the first one. Like if they remade the first one, that's what this is. That's why I think they named it just the same. Um, and it works out because I can think of it that way. And for me, it's like a resurgence. And I really hope that part two, they continue the story and we can actually get to the fucking tournaments and shit. Um, that would be a lot of fun. Um, and we'll get into more spoiler stuff. But, like, I don't know. I found it I found it more enjoyable, I guess, the possibilities of other movies. And I hope it does well so we can get a sequel because then I, that makes this movie I, pretty much... I think we, I think we will. Um, of course. Yeah. yeah, I think we will overall. Uh, I, they they set it up that way, right? Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah. Let's get into spoilers and things before we get into anything else. Yeah. Well, we one, la- one last thing is that... Um, did you have a favorite fighter before we get into spoilers? Uh, yeah, the, the Hanzo guy at the beginning. Oh, well, yeah, I guess. Okay. Besides him, do you have a favorite? That's uh, fucked up shit. What do you mean? No. Because he's the best him. for everyone on the planet. Well, he's obviously no. the best. And your point? Why can't I pick the best? But no, I'm saying that's too obvious. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's also not really technically uh, alive. All right, all right, all right. Bye, Jesus. Uh, I actually like Cabal. Cabal was cool. Oh yeah, he looked cool. I would say that. Well, he also fought pretty cool too. Like how overall Cabal does fight in the game. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree with that. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. By the can way. I pick Cabal or can I not? No, or do you <laughs> no, want you me can't, to pick a champion from yeah, Earth? Okay, can't. That... Yes, you can. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, then you pick one of the Earth. Earth oh my God, champion. you're killing me! Here. This is some fucked up shit. By the way, Hanzo uh, was played by Hiroyuki Sanada. Yeah, I love that guy. Very. I mean, he's the most famous actor in the movie for sure. I think so. Yeah. I mean. I hope he got paid the ball too. I would hope, yeah, I would hope so too. Um, pretty badass guy. Um, yeah, I would say uh, I, I, for some reason uh, something about uh, Sonya Blade just totally liked her. I liked how she's like so, so. The whole movie is based on this the uh, destiny or fate or whatever mm-hmm. calls on these champions to fight for Earth, right? And they they they're at their ticket in is this birthmark looking thing. That's shaped like a dragon, like the Mortal Kombat sign, and it's um on their body somewhere, and that's why the main character, the MMA fighter that we described, yeah. is that's how that's what he has, and he's a shitty fighter, but he has the potential, right, to be an awesome whatever. Um, so there's that, and Sonya Blades in the whole movie, uh, or at least uh, you know whatever, um, as she doesn't have one. But nope. she's there in the thick of it. She's friends with all these people, and she's yeah. a badass fighter. And her, I, is, I just yeah. really liked her. Her, her position in the movie and how they treat her and yeah. then how she acts upon that. And I just, she's my favorite. Yeah. So yeah. I really, and I like, her, I like her fighting style overall. She has, a, a, I think, a different fighting style too. Oh, she's yeah. very gorilla, gorilla and like she knows her weaknesses and her strengths. Yeah. I think that's what's good. I agree with you with about Sonya. I think they she's did a good cool. job with her. Yeah. yeah. I definitely mop better than the other two 90s movies. I would say. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, w- I would agree with you. Um, It is better than the other two 90s. I mean, it's not like League's better, but it's better. Right, exactly. All right, now we can get into spoilers for it's like Mortal a pond Kombat. Better. It's like what? It's like a pond size better. A pond size? Yeah, like you jumped over a pond. It's <laughs> so specific. Yeah. All right. Uh, so spoilers for Mortal Kombat starting right now. These 
These are your champions. I'm Sonia. That's Kano. I'm Liu Kang. Please, Jax. Kung Lao. The fate of Earth is in our hands. No matter how many of my people you put in the ground, we will not fail. Kill them. fucking beauty i'm obviously very critical on this movie i expected more i never saw a trailer also by the way me either um which is like everyone keeps i uh, telling people that i don't like watching trailers is like slapping people in the face apparently because i get shit for it all the time um really i don't yeah a lot of my friends and a lot of coworkers and people that i just huh. normally talk to i'll be like oh did you watch this like no nah, i don't watch trailers and they're like oh like well, it looks cool. I was like, right, okay. <laughs> right. Like, I, I, I just want to make my own opinion about stuff. And some of some some, some of my friends are like, it's like oh, saying okay. I like Geico commercials, but I will also never join Geico. Right, right. Well, it's just like I do have Geico, by the way, which is funny. Um, <laughs> that is funny. And uh, I, it's just like I I'd rather make my own opinion or something, and then I go in unbiased, right? Um, right, right. So I didn't know what. I, so my biggest flaw in this movie. Let's go. Let's talk about that with spoilers because um, is a. Uh, they mentioned Sub Zero and Scorpion, and it's kind of the, the picture in the movie, right? Sub Zero and Scorpion, right? Yes. Which we all talk about. And why do we pussyfoot around Scorpion the whole time? Why is this movie completely avoiding the word Scorpion, the, or the name Scorpion, hmm. the 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 character Scorpion? Like, I, I guess we technically get him at the end, but like, why is he a different character? Why isn't our guy evolved into that? You know, it's like so weird. Like, I was oh, very. You confused. thought that the uh, the main character was going to turn into that. So, well, it kind of was leading to. I was leading to like either I can him see coming, that. I can see what you're saying. Either him leading to that, or him like transforming into like like he goes into Scorpion and he like brings him from the underworld or something like that. You know. Hmm. So I was like really confusing, and and then they just they never like they just like they 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 ease around it even with the name sub zero he mentions it once i think or twice the name is sub zero now i'm like okay sure relax like it's just like relax. they want well it's just like everybody else's name is perfectly normal Liu Kang, kung lao kung lao by the way fantastic i love that guy yeah um, they did a great job with him um and uh, which is i think i should have said that's my favorite fighter cuz he did fight he did fight really well um and then, uh, did he I kill just, that bitch? You fucking cut her. And oh, I know it's so cool. That's yeah. probably one of the better scenes for sure. Yeah, it is. I, I just feel like, why? Like, why? Why are we dancing around this? Like, these are like your two main characters of the game. Makes no sense. Like, <laughs> so weird. Yeah, I would say that I did not like. Uh, you know, on this on this tangent you're on, I, I would say I did. I definitely did not like how he just popped out of from hell out of nowhere. 
um, <laughs> at the final hour, at the zero hour, at the sub zero hour. Oh, my gosh, um, yeah. I got there all by myself there organically. Um, um, and just join in the fight. I, I, the whole time though, I never thought that the, but it makes sense though, what you, what you said, but like, I never thought that, um, our main guy, the MMA fighter with the family was going to be Scorpion because not because of anything particular. It's because I never saw anyone, uh, I saw, I saw someone more badass being Scorpion than him. Yeah. The whole time. Well- I thought so. I thought the beginning I was like, "Oh, this Hanzo guy is Scorpion, obviously." Right, he he's badass with that rope and fucking knife. <laughs> right, I mean, right, him doing that. I was like, "Oh, this shit, we watch Scorpion right now." Okay, yeah, yeah. right, which we kind of were, right? Right, and it was just like, uh, I don't know. I just feel like we saw like origin stories, even though it's been like centuries. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, well, centuries. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, they're clearly what's that? Uh, famous controversial uh, country or football team, football team that uh, is known for like a lot of cheating and shit. Oh, uh, or, uh, cheating or like not cheating, but you know, the way we go call cheating where they're constantly following and shit just to get their way. Um, there was the one particularly that was a lot more than the rest. They all do it. I know, but like, Oh, like who does it like consistently? Yeah. It was one of the South American ones. What's the name? Chile. Of it? Is it Chile? Yeah. yeah. This whole fucking outer realm, they're the Chile of all the realms. <laughs> they finally kind of feel like it. Yeah. Because what, my major disappointment for the movie, but again, I found I, by the end, I was okay with it because, like, again, I want that sequel. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Is that there is no fucking tournament. So my thing is the tournament's still coming up because they still have to do it. Yes, I know. They so that's up for part that. two. So the part two is that. Like, I know. Guy, we never had it. I and know. I like how like, they, yeah. they talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's like after, but, after 45 minutes, I'm like, oh, they're not going to do it. Yeah. So that's what I said. Too. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, so we're not getting a tournament. Y'all talking about this tournament, like champions and tournaments. They haven't unlocked like, their fucking powers yet. They're not going to fucking do it yet. They're not doing no it. They're not doing right. it. Also, um, yeah. Luke Kang was like, why? And it's just like, oh, they definitely lowered Luke Kang from the original movie. Well, it's not even lowered. I just feel like they did Luke Kang like dirty. Like they made him into like this, like fire, dude. like a stereotypical monk. Tibetan monk or something, not Tibetan monk, but like you know what I'm saying, like I just felt like so stereotyped. Sherlockian character. monk. I'm not gonna yeah, sure, Sherlockian. <laughs> um, although the um, character felt pretty good for them, and I, I like that the casting in this movie is pretty good too. If you think, yeah, about considering it. they can probably afford bigger actors, that, no, they're no, pretty good. They, they did a good job of yes. like you know. Um, I love Kano's character. Kano was uh, spot on, but um, his dialogue though was written by a 17 year old person. 100, percent but that's man, what you have to do. that's Kano. That's that's Kano. In a I'm nutshell. just saying that was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, Jax, I mean, I don't know, whatever. Uh, Sonya was 100% great, uh, the, ca- the casting for that. Was Jax um, in the originals? I think he was in the sequel, right? He was in the sequel, yeah. He was yeah. in the original. Yeah. And then uh, Liu Kang and Kung Lao were cast great. Raiden was, oh, okay, just like not Yeah, what's Raiden? He's like OP and like, come on. Well, he is that. a god. And he's supposed to be OP. But like, it was just weird because, <sighs> how do I put this? It was like he's there only to push the story along and he was like it was just so weird because like they, he's he like their to, yoda right he was in they were in his temple where he lives why wasn't he there why was like, it's so confusing yeah, so yeah he was fun. definitely gone when it looked like he shouldn't have been right gone. it just yeah. made no sense there's a lot of yeah. little areas yeah like, definitely it just makes no sense that, that's, that's that's the stuff that makes this definitely a b movie further on oh 100 that's what exactly what makes it a b movie but like that's where i expected like come on guys learn from your mistakes bro like i mean <laughs> 
I don't know, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. I just, I, I was frustrated because, like, I'm always frustrated, especially I'm always more judgmental towards video game movies because, like, I want them to do better because I want them to be taken a little bit more seriously. But at the same time, I mean, whatever. I mean, uh, hopefully that last of us will finally do that. <sighs> I doubt it, but whatever. <laughs> oh, the show. Show should do a great job. But, yeah. Uh, the show? They're actually doing a show, The Last of Us show? Or oh, it... I thought they were doing a movie. Is it a movie? If it's a movie, okay. But if it's a show, I'm expecting way better. Oh, wow. Well, then they have The Witcher, right? Because The Witcher is actually a good one. <laughs> the Witcher is a great show. That's a fantastic yeah. I know, but I'm saying that's a good adaptation, finally. Yeah. But it's not a movie. It's a show. It's not a movie. Yeah. I want a movie. That's a good Yeah, adaptation. I know. I know. Anyway, it is what it is. I but mean, um, enough doing. of me rambling about this movie. I'm, I feel like I'm dogging it more than it needs to. Yeah. Right. I, I, I had fun with it. Like, I talk about, like, um, uh, Kung Lao. Also, the fact that, like, there's a lot of stuff that goes on that doesn't need descriptions, like, the people's abilities. Um, you obviously describe some of them, but, like, uh, Shao I mean, Kahn, they didn't right? have to describe girls for two extra arms either. Right. No, they didn't. <laughs> like, they were saying, like, he's strong. Cool. That's all you need to know. He's an like, alien. uh, but I like that. I like this. Um, you don't get an ability unless if you have the mark of a champion, which is kind of cool. Like I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Like um, yeah. it makes sense where it comes from because like they and don't Sonya just gets hers right away because she was ready already. You know oh, she, she's been ready. She was like, fucking, yeah. let's go. You know, um, which was kind of which was really cool. You too. know, I thought that Jax was going to get like I, for some reason I thought Jax was actually going to get killed off before he was able to. You know, be his full potential because yeah, Sub Zero doesn't actually kill him, which is sucky. A, because I'm like, another wasn't he there to kill this guy? At, well, he just cut off his arm. No, he wanted to. He yes and no. He wanted to fight. Technically, kill the Cole Young because of the, um, because of the mark. He's a, he's the heir, right? So they wanted to kill him. Yeah, but he didn't um, know about the heir thing about this the Cole guy, right? No, no, he did. He did. He did. I thought he didn't until like later on. No, no, they knew right away. They knew that that was that was a prophecy. He's he's supposed to be him. I thought the prophecy was just. Oh wait, wait. I thought they were okay. Hold on. So the prophecy is about the Hanzo dude, right? Yeah. But like, they knew it was Cole. But I thought the prophecy young. was more about. Don't me wrong. I know Hanzo, but I, I thought the prophecy was more about even allowing. Like the it's the tenth tournament that they have to worry about. No, right? it it was on the tenth tournament. The my understanding from the prophecy on the tenth tournament, okay. uh, you're gonna get. Uh, there's the prophecies is said to be that uh, the Hanzo lineage is gonna is gonna ruin them. Oh, I just thought that some ruin, someone will ruin it. Like, no, it's Hanzo was there for that to happen. No, not it's that. specifically Hanzo because I thought they were there just to eliminate everyone from Earth, not just no. One that, that's dude. that's the secondary objective, oh, right? That and was reversed. I really thought no, it was a no, personal no, it's, thing. No. So. Well, then maybe I mean it's possible I didn't pay the fullest attention. I'm not saying that, <laughs> but um, maybe the movie didn't make it as clear as I thought because I thought it was the other way around. Okay, um, yeah. I thought like Sub Zero just had like a fucking hate crime for this family, you know? So this bloodline, <laughs> bro. I mean, he really hates that bloodline. It's crowding real. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess I mean it makes sense. You know, he's like it's nearly equal, right? He almost got killed. Um, yeah. In that opening, again, the opening is the best scene, the best fucking fight scene. Um, so okay, now cleared up. Awesome, um, <laughs> so yeah, and okay, fine. But I, I thought he was—I thought he was there to kill Jackson. Well, like, like it's just funny how, like, when he freezes his arms, I was like, "Well, I know what's going to happen later." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, again, I didn't think he'd survive until I saw him again, and even then, they gave him shitty metal arms, right? And I'm like, "I'm like, okay." And so, but actually, before the arms, I thought for sure that he was about to—he was going to die there on the bed, yeah. and I thought that maybe Sonya would get the seal from him, like maybe he would ask her to kill him for him. To get yeah, the so seal. 
the, the movie um, does a horrible job of like just ignoring him. They, they ignore him. Oh yeah, they're like, they oh yeah, he goes fights. What happened to him? Oh, he went to go fight this uh, He's guy. He's the Molina of the good guys. Yes, yes. Oh my god, that's exactly what happens to him. And you're like, bro. And then they see him later. Oh my god, Jax, I was so worried about you. Obviously not, bro. Like you just left him over there. You didn't even go check on the guy. Like I don't know. Just... Yeah, I mean, I would say that they ignored him in a way like the movie ignored him, not that the characters did. I mean, I guess the characters did too. No, the movie ignored him. I think him, the bigger yeah. problem was just that movie didn't check us in with him, nothing. No. It just happened. Right. It's, and it's. Things just happened. It's also frustrating that Raiden's like, these are my people, my champions, right? And then and the Liu Kang was like, oh, yeah, my mission's been to find champions. Obviously, you've done a horrible job because you haven't found anybody. I mean,. Yeah, right. Uh, I think it would have been way cooler and shown Raiden to be more more of a wise, like smart dude, yeah. if they um, if they like alluded to him, like maybe letting the the defenses down, the lightning yeah. defenses down, so that way uh, the heroes get attacked by the bad guys and then activate their powers because clearly the training didn't work for anyone but Kano, and then. <laughs> And then everyone so else got it when they were when there were lights were in peril when the one thing that they care about was yeah. unleashed, which is the obvious thing to do to unlock the powers if you have yeah. steel. So I'm like, I thought it would have been much cooler if it was an actual, you know, betrayal, and if it was like, you know, yeah. um, gaslighting betrayal <laughs> or whatever. Uh, yeah, no, I hear you. I agree. I agree. Right? So very yeah. very weird there. I think they missed an opportunity. But uh, the whole time I was I was thinking like, isn't Kino a bad guy? I mean, no, he's an asshole. But right now he's kind of a good guy, like a good bad guy, right? Um, but no, he's he's, he's he betrays for money. For money, um, yeah. I'm yeah. like, okay, that's Kano. Yeah, okay, right. What, so the other thing I kind of liked also, I feel like uh, they make the people who are OP like already like sub zero. He already he knows his ability so well that he literally makes a battlefield for himself. Like mm. he knows to prep a battlefield. You know, like if he wants the advantage, everything's frozen. Um, and stuff like that. So that's, I mean, it's kind of cool if you think about it. Um, uh, they, they do play to some of those strengths. So, like, that's that's fun. Mm-hmm. I just still didn't get, like, we talked about earlier, how he just kind of randomly pops up out of nowhere. But whatever. That's yeah. Fine. Yeah. Um, agreed overall. Let's see. Um, again, uh, or would you see this uh, sequel if they make it? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, the sequel will also be a great opportunity to actually unlock the other characters we didn't get to see, like Katana or Sindel yeah. or whatever. And um and really go nuts on the on the actual fighters waiting for the tournament. I that would be cool. But uh is it do you think do you think Scorpion is now on the list, so to speak? Is he That's on a good question. is he not know. coming from to hell again? Is that a interchangeable I, thing? I don't know. I, I either see that that or he's like their protector, almost like Technically, what's his name? Shao Kahn, right? Is it the guy who takes the soul? Your soul is mine. Yeah, um, he's always been a bad guy, and and I think so. Yeah, too, I think. I think because he technically isn't a fighter, just like Raiden isn't. So maybe Scorpion isn't a fighter either. Like they'll exclude him from it because hmm. I feel like then he'd be OP. But I don't. But I don't know. But yeah, but there's a lot of characters though. I mean, no, there uh, is. And there's, they're, they all seem OP in some fashion, except for the humans, of course. They all seem pretty <laughs> OP in some fashion, you know. Yeah. Uh, I hope Sonya gets her military stuff because her <laughs> her finishing moves in the in the game all include like drones and shit and turrets and stuff. all the new ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. So, um, yeah, well, it'll be cool to see that. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Again, this movie makes me excited really for the next movie and uh, 
a lot of my excitement kind of relates to that a little yeah. bit, which sucks because it's not a good, that means it says something against the movie, I guess. It doesn't stand yeah. alone very well. But, you know, I still have fun. I, not as much fun as Godzilla and Kong, but like, but on the same roughly level for me. Yeah. All right. So yeah. anything, anything else on the latest Mortal Kombat? No, no. I liked the uh, abilities. I thought it was cool mm-hmm. overall. Um, Kano's ability, that was a pretty cool one. The, the laser, laser. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Seems like right up his alley, actually. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, some mix, but like overall positive, fun movie in, in general. Yeah. I'm overall positive in it. Yeah. But I mean, oh, but at the same time, I'm like, meh. You know, yeah. like it was just like... Exactly. All right, so that is it for our review of Mortal Kombat. We're going to take another little break here. Oh, by the way, that's on HBO Max. Uh, we forgot. This. I think I and movies, yeah. That. And in theaters. And theaters, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do our second film, which is what, Ralph? That was Madam Claude? Yes, it is. Perfect. Got it. <laughs> two for two, baby. And it's Claude. Claudie. Claudie, with a chance of Meatball? prostitution. Oh, um, well, fur coats? Fur coats, thank you. Stay with us. J'ai réalisé très tôt que la plupart des hommes nous traitent comme des putes. J'ai décidé d'être la reine des putes. Hello, nice to meet you. Il y en a même qui doutent de mon existence. D'autres pensent que je suis un homme. Pourquoi je vous engagerais Vous avez une idée de génie Prendre l'argent où il est. Paris, in the late 1960s. Madame Claude is at the head of the flourishing business dedicated to prostitution that gives her power over both the French political and criminal worlds. But at the end of her empire is but the end of her empire is closer than she thinks. Dun, dun, this dun. is right. This is Madame Claude, uh, directed and written by uh, Sylvie uh, Verheide or Verheide or sure whatever. I can't remember. <laughs> French. Um, yeah, but yeah, nonetheless, uh, this is a French movie on Netflix. Since uh, we did a horrible job with the other one, um, this is a biopic. Didn't know that. Me and you both didn't. Uh, right. Crime drama. Um, and I went first on Mortal Kombat. So, Oscar, what do you think of Madame Plot? I thought this movie was um, was okay. <clears throat> okay. It was okay. And I know that the the Luke version of me or the high school version of me <laughs> would say boobs um, and some A. Yeah. Right and some well a little bit of everything actually good mm-hmm. um, in this movie um, because it's about uh, a, ma- a madam like an actual madam like it's it's not Madame Claude like the movie's trying to be nice it's like a ma- like no. a madam no it is like I'm of a say. brothel you know or several <laughs> brothels actually and shit and right it's set during the sixties seventies right up to the eighties or so and um, <clears throat> yeah and so uh, as far as period pieces go uh, it's okay I feel like I've seen this movie. Uh, just either with drugs instead of prostitution, or you've seen it with maybe something more positive, like building a car versus prostitution. We know whatever, you know, not exactly one to one, but again, I feel like I've seen this movie before. Um, it is interesting, like factually speaking, um, you know, the stuff, you know, whatever's based on real life, whatever's true that they're basing things on that is real life, it is fascinating. Um, what well, the shit that she was up to, the shit she got away with, the shit that was presented to her, um, you know, pretty powerful shit going on in general, a powerful figure in that time and era and place. Um, but that stuff has never fascinated me in a movie. I like a good story. I don't care if it's real or not. It doesn't make it better. The movie is not better for me if it's real enough. It rarely makes it a whole thing for me. Um, I agree. It's rare. 
Like it's, it doesn't, that's not a selling point for me, but it is a selling point for a lot of people and that's why they make them, but it's just not for me. So again, this movie is kind of like just okay. Um, it had some yeah. good stuff in it for sure, but overall kind of felt like a bit of a slog. Yeah. Yeah. That's what okay. I think. Um, I'm, I'm very much mirroring a lot, which, a lot of what you said. I also felt lost. Like I didn't know what was the point except for, cause I didn't know it was a Bible movie until like, I think the end I was like, Oh shit, it's a Bible movie. I was like, it's crazy. And I was like, <laughs> I just, um, cause I got stuff is going on and I was like, well, what's the plot? I don't, I don't, like, I guess she's dealing with situations, but like, then time would move on and then she's doing mm-hmm. other things. And I was like, I don't get where this is going. And yeah, then we get to it. Like, right, right. And then we get towards the end and I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, oh, that makes more sense, I mm-hmm. guess. And then I was like, oh, that's underwhelming. Um, yeah. Very much so. That's how I felt, literally. Um, yeah. And, and then, like, the beginning is cool, obviously, because I was like, oh, can't watch this around Leo. Um, and then I was like, or can I? No. Um, and then that was cool at the beginning. And obviously, you know, just just like you said, very much so. A younger me would be like, saw a lot of tits, ass, a lot of people in, uh, in uh, what's it called, lingerie. I feel great. It's a great movie. Aces, you know. <laughs> right. Um, but you can watch, watch porn with the same effect, not better. You could, right? Probably better. Yeah. I would say better. Um, yeah, so besides that, though, um, I, I like what like I, the potential. I like the fact that she's got this crazy ring going on, and there is a lot of stuff overall. Yeah, like, there's a government, her. there's gangsters involved, there's mobsters. Yeah, there's, there's a lot there's, of stuff going on, and she's a smart, she's a smart woman. The French but, version of the CIA, whatever they. Yeah, have. right. Yeah, um, I don't know the, the Louvre. I don't know whatever. The Louvre. Anyways, yes, that's right. Yeah, they're talking about construction. Actually, I don't know if you know this. Actually, one of the one of the parts. Oh, I don't. Do not remember. Yeah. Uh, um. This is like one of those random news articles. I just remember they were talking about it on the TV. And oh, I was like, oh, okay. look. Um, anyways. So, yeah, that's. Uh, there's a lot of cool like stuff that was going on. And I was like, that was kind of intriguing, like the CD on the ground stuff and how she's managing to run all this stuff. And then how she's also like has to protect her girls. But she never actually shows how she protects her girls. Yeah. Really okay. Weird. Yeah. You're, Which, just, you're getting into what I was going to have against them. Yeah. Too. Yeah. That's so. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll talk about the flaws because obviously we were more leading towards this movie's not, you know, I just, it was okay. The thing like, is that it, was, nothing... it was more boring and it shouldn't, I shouldn't have been boring. It's such an interesting material. Which is so weird, right? I, I did feel bored at like one point in the movie after 30 minutes, I think. Um, and the movie's shy of two hours, so I don't know. Yeah. Kind of weird. Right. I mean, so. thankfully it's not super long, but it is not like a short movie either. No. Um, no yeah. So, I mean, I want to talk about, I mean, uh, Something positive, I guess, about the movie that I really my favorite thing about it, and then we'll get into we can get into if you want one of yours, and then um, spoilers, spoilers for the movie. Anyway, so my favorite thing about the movie, my favorite element is um, this other, um, I guess, um, person and her employee, an employee of hers called uh, Sidoni or Sidoni, Sidoni, mm-hmm. um, which turns, uh, which is another, you know, another escort, right? I guess they have I don't know what they call them, uh, ladies of the night, whatever. Um, who works for her, works for um, Claude, and um, she's uh, her favorite. She's like the favorite, the pet, right? The sort of thing. Uh, is it treated like a pet necessarily, but does boss her around for sure, but clearly prefers her company than any of the other girls. And um, and the, I would say the movie is not exactly, it's not half and half hers. It is more Claude and then some of Sydney. She she gets like maybe 30% of the movie, right? And mm-hmm. along the way, it's not like only one chunk. 
And I really preferred her scenes. And this is why. It's because um, I think this movie would have benefited if it tried the biopic through another person's viewpoint approach. Um, Ooh. You know, through like uh, Sidonis approach? Like whose? Sidonis. Sidonis, uh, Sidonis, right. If the, yeah. if the entire movie, I'm not saying just her, maybe the girls in general. How about that? Um, if the yeah. movie was approached through this uh, thing, either like a details movie, like the mm-hmm. detail, like the uh, like how the how did a, a brothel work back then in France in the sixties, um, you know, and then through the viewpoint of all these girls, some of them have terrible fate, some of them get out pretty great or make a great deal of money, or Sidney, for example, who is like really just um, rebelling against her own upbringing because she's already rich, and that's the whole point is that none of them are, and that's why they have to do it. Um, so I mean, I just love that dynamic. Just that's a great movie right there, right? You can talk about. Within the context of this Madame Claude political gangster affair, um, and I think if it was entirely through their perspective, we would have gotten like a sneak biopic movie instead of like a movie trying to depict facts and shit that happened. And I think that movie, it would have made it way more interesting, which is why is my favorite part of the movie because her scenes were were like a refresher for me. It was refreshing to watch because it wasn't. It didn't feel like I'm being sold something. Uh, on the movie at all and it, it kind of worked overall um and i wish i got more or at least more of that in general instead of just like feeling like i'm sorry like a bio but this is why i can't get behind biopics in general mm-hmm. that's why like it, it, i think the movie commits all of the crimes of a standard thing and um again not all the time and it does what it does well but i've seen it a thousand times um yeah, yeah. I know Luke loves this shit, and I don't understand it. I'll never understand why people like it, but like, yeah, that's how. But anyway, I know I just said that's my favorite I, thing in the Bash the movie, but like, it's still. No, I, I agree with you, but like, I, I feel like I could. I rather would have watched like a news article or like a news like ten minute expose on this, and I would have been like, oh, okay, and I would have got the same information that I got from the movie, almost. right? And probably better facts because they probably tweaked some years where things happen differently. And- right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's why I, I agree with you on biopics. Like some biopics work for me. I, I'm, no, I'm some more great the, ones out there for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. I guess I'm more in the middle of you because I guess you're more harsh on biopics than I am. Mm. Um, but like, I don't know. For the most part, it's just like uh, it has to be. It has to be good. Good, yeah. good, good enough well, story. Is it, is it, uh, what, is that they always fall short because you want to lean on like the story, you know, being the truth or something or whatever the case is. Yeah. I don't know, well, I guess weird. I guess for me, it's like a, I think the reason why I come off worse. On, uh, on biopic, and it's true. I would say that I'm definitely less tolerant than you are of them, um, 100. percent Every any day of the week, I would say that. Um, but well, I think the core reason for this is because uh, this is mainly Hollywood. But just to say, the movie making machine in you know, any in any place, the way they do biopics, they are made and funded with the idea that they're trying to sell the fact that because it's based on real events, it's better, and it's not. I hate that very nature of making <laughs> yeah. a biopic. I hate everything that they're saying there. On top of the fact that they're selling lies and art, right? Um, because, I mean, that's essentially what it is. Um, they yeah. have to then present it in this extra wrapping paper of shit that they don't have to. It's glamour <laughs> that doesn't need to exist. Sure, sure, sure. And uh, I just, that's why I'm just bar none and, and going into a biopic. I'm like, you have to fucking convince me not to hate you. Um, you know, because it's hard. It's hard. It's definitely a... They start off wrong with me. <laughs> I hear you. Know? No, I, I get, I get what you're saying. Um, 
Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but that's just me being jaded after watching so many of them and reading so much about some of them and like. I, I, yeah, honestly, like, I've ignored I've ignored movies because they are yeah. bothering sometimes. So. Um, so let's get. You want to get into the thing, or do you have? Uh, I think no. I okay. think All right, let's get into spoilers for Madame Claude starting right now. J'étais devenue une institution. Quand on commence à faire de l'argent, ça attire les châtaignes. Je me suis vu plus ou moins obligé de me coltiner les RG. Il nous faut une fille de confiance, il est un peu tordu. C'est désormais un service de la France. Donnant, donnant. Les photos du diplomate sont parfaites. Hein. Mes filles ont tous les talents. Et l'argent est tout payé 200 000. Ça va pas And uh, I guess uh, they're, all, they're all prostitutes, guys. Yeah, it's crazy. They're all, right. In some way, we're all selling each other in some way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So, did you have a feeling of this movie going downhill? And downhill for the what? characters uh, or Claude? Well, I thought for sure for Claude. Yeah, I I thought she was gonna. Um. And actually, I don't even know. This is like where the movie kind of loses me in the middle, where. She, you know, she's kind of being squeezed by like the seedy underworld part, right? Right. Um, and then, and then she turns it back on, like, oh well, let's take out this one guy who's like opposing me or whatever the case is, right? And then, and then I, I get lost there. I got lost in the movie. I was like, what, what happened? She had like this thing, and all of a sudden now she's like working with like the cops with it or something. Like she mm-hmm. used the cops to her advantage, I guess, right? Oh yeah. Um, which I mean, I, I know I saw that, but I was just like, so. And then all of a sudden now she's working for the cops because she needs to or else she's you know they're gonna they're gonna take her right or just yeah, to yeah, stop arrest her, her and shut, shit, yeah. shut her down right i just i just like i just felt like i was lost as to the point where like time is happening and no, nothing's really being explained it's just happening all the stuff that's happening is just happening and nothing ever gets explained it's just really weird i feel like this movie could have done probably better with like a narration of like the girl th- the whole time there was i don't know I just like of her just telling her what's going on, what's going on because she's already in, you know, prison or whatever the case is. Like her just telling the story from prison. Like I, I don't know. Um, yeah, no. I mean, I think the <clears throat> the movie the whole time, even not from the very beginning, but like roughly in the first act, it was like yeah. telling you, kind of wink, winking the audience about like yeah. the fall of empires. They all eventually fall, and no, the, your time will come, Claude. You know, like setting you up for the really obvious third act thing where like, obviously it's all going to fall. We've all seen Goodfellas. We've all seen it. We've all seen yeah. these kind of movies before. Yeah. But, but Goodfellas is great. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've been saying, but that's my point is that we've all seen better uh, versus, you know, it's like a very, it's a trope. It's a trope for not just biopics, but this kind of thing, you know, underground behavior like this, as big as they get, the bigger they get, the harder they fall and they will. Um, and again, this is a biopic format. It's, uh, I saw it coming and I don't know why the movie kept winking to me about it. Um, <laughs> especially that one French spy guy who was, I guess, her handler with the government. Um, he was doing that a lot. I'm like, why do you, why even give him this scene? Why? I don't know at all. Uh, and that's, that's another thing about the movie is that the movie missed out. I, the movie was too, it was covering too much ground. Um, you know, like there is no details yeah. in this movie. No, yeah, it's it's so it's weird. A There's a lot of going on. Movie. I know. It's it's just. I feel like uh, I feel like they made this movie 
because uh, it was an interesting subject, right? Mm-hmm. And it is an interesting subject, 100%. Well, 100%. I want to read the article uh, about this, too. Yeah. Uh, is that right? <laughs> Me, too. And I just feel like Madame, like, when they went to go interview her, or she's doing a book, she's like, nah, I don't want to tell you shit. <laughs> right. Right? And they're like, oh, so we just have to make it up. And like, yeah, I think that's you. even better. As a writer, I would love that. I'll make it up instead. That's fine. But like, I, I felt like <laughs> that the, whoever went to go write the screenplay, or whoever went to write this, they were like, you know what? We didn't. So they're just gonna leave it like that. You know, out of uh, the the characters. But I'm like, who cares? Like, I don't. I, I was just taking out like that whole thing so with that weird. love affair she was going. We know that. Oh yeah, that was that out or taken that was, out. That was uh, twenty five minutes. Of one of the other that? crime ones and mm-hmm. left the uh, CIA one slash the uh, Sidoni. And I would, you know, then they were that way. You can focus on how yeah, she protected also, her girls, how right. it worked. I agree. You know, yeah, that would have been better. Yeah, yeah. and I, I also felt like the, the relationship with Sidoni was I felt I know they were trying to go for that. Like, she's obviously she idolizes her and she looks at her like a like her mother. Mm-hmm. And I think they made that pretty obvious, right? Yeah, I think so. Um and I just felt like but I also felt like they 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 make it pretty obvious, but at the same time, since they never actually say it until the very end, it's just like Yeah. As if we I, didn't get it. We as if sure. we didn't get it. I get it, but I just like I just felt like I don't know, you guys did it and it, you, but you never said it. Like it, I, I felt like we should have gotten more from CDD besides just her looks. Don't get me wrong; she's she looks great. Oh, she's gorgeous. But like, yeah, yeah of course. But I just like, I, just, I she had like no lines a lot of times. It's just just in the room. Yeah, and I felt like it was like a useless, almost like a, almost like there's no point in her being there. Yeah, so but, yeah. Imagine if the movie was focused on her, we would see oh, those man. scenes a lot differently. Or well, yeah, yeah, we it probably would so have yeah, yeah. I, I really hate the, the no details approach. It's like what we want, bro. That's why Ocean's <laughs> Eleven works. It's the details, man. It's literally everything in the details. The details. It's, <laughs> it's not, yeah. and now this movie is not a process movie. It's not the process of what it takes to make a brothel in France in the 60s. No, no, we but, don't want to know that. But that could have been secondary and it could have focused on it and would have made the rest of the real stuff, like the fact that she did work for the government, that she did work with the police, so much better. It just yeah, highlights also, all that. Yeah. I also feel like... Um, they, they do like there's like little flourishes of like what I wanted the movie to be, whereas when they have JFK come by, or when they have like yeah, yeah. little things like that, yeah. and I was like, oh shit, like this this movie could be really cool, and they're like, nah, that's all we got. What was that other one? Was it just JFK, the one celebrity? Wasn't there another? No, there was an actor, right? That came oh, it was um, shit, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando, that's right. That was really funny. Yeah. She was like so nervous. It was great. Yeah, and like, yeah. Oh. I think she was more nervous about Marlon Brando than than. Uh, Marlon, I mean, I would be. My <laughs> well, you would be, yeah. yeah. It's you, though. Yeah. The Your car name yeah. is Liar. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. You're right. Um, obviously, before The Godfather at this time. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, besides that stuff, I think, uh, I mean, that's all I really have on it. I, I don't... But it, no, it, I agree. There's, did there's you, very little. Cause, you know what? There's very little because yeah. the movie gave me very little. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's definitely like a book report version of a story, and um, and I, I kind of miss things along the way. What do you think of Sydney by the end of it? Like her choices, her how she ended up and everything. Like, uh, did you buy that she would be into this life, considering that she technically didn't have to? Um. Yes and no. Like I did and I didn't. Um, I did to the point where she just kind of like idolized. Um, I mean, she Clark. has like the Me Too version, like the movement in her story, yeah. right? With the father and shit. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, 
you know how we got the title card at the end of the movie that she actually did sue her father at some point and yeah. and he and he got convicted right for the for the rape that he you know did to her daughter to, to his daughter right um it would be great to see that you know i'm just saying instead of a card yeah. at the end um that would have been nice um because that's an actual what do you call it? Um, a moment. Fact. That's a natural, like a, that, a moment, you know, that yeah, the, the character really wanted. Right. So I found that kind of annoying. Um, but yeah, but I overall, I think, I, I think it was fine. I like her little boy toy she had with her. It was pretty funny at the end. I'm like, yeah, it's great. Do you do you girl? Like you go nuts. Um, yeah, yeah I, I liked her story, but that's, that's, all, I think all I have. On this yeah. Movie. There's little to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. So we don't overall recommend it, it but if you do want to see it, it is streaming on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Correct. And that's Madam Claude. And we're going to take another break and we're going to review our third movie, which is a marathon pick, which is called what? Rob. Monster. That's right. right. Monster. So, you know what? Stay with us. Jesus Christ, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck? Just stop the fucking light. I'll take you to a fucking doctor, okay? Just stop it. Right. You can't. What, what's, what are you talking about? You can stop, Lee. Stop what? You can stop the game. I am out there trying my best, okay? Yeah, why didn't you quit hooking? Because. Because I needed to, all right? Because you thought I was stupid enough to support you. No, Shelby. No, that you wouldn't even have to fuck me to get it because I'm so hard on. No, no, Shelby. That is not the reason. You said that we were going to party, party, party. Leave. Well, it's been a fucking party. I know. Okay, Shelby. What no, are you talking it's about it? Nothing. When I tell you that I'm starving. Because, all right, I just. Because you're using me. No. Because you're fucking using me. Because I fucking killed someone, all right? Based on the life of Eileen Vernos, I think that's her last name, a Daytona Beach prostitute who became a serial killer. This is a other biopic, another biopic. Um, all three of them were biopics. I'm just kidding. That wasn't about uh, Mortal Kombat. Wasn't. Hey, no, yeah, Anyways, totally a sub-zero. Sub-zero sub-zero. <laughs> right, sub- right, exactly. Um, this is written and directed by Patty Jenkins, who I think we both pretty much enjoy the work, her work, right? Yeah, she did um, something. She did the Wonder yep. Woman, right? No. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. 1984. And the first one. Yes. yes, right. Um, I'm sure you remember her two episodes of Entourage also. <laughs> but, yeah. Memorable, but I don't remember anything. Right. I think she's doing Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Oh. And she's doing a, a movie called Cleopatra. Nice. Um, and also there's uh, she directed a bunch of episodes of The Killing. That's right. Yep. yep. That was um, this movie is uh, starring Charlize Theron, Christina Ricci, Bruce Dern, Lee Turgenson. That's about it. We didn't talk about anybody else. Um, I guess uh, my movie. So this is a movie I missed out. It came out in two thousand three, mm-hmm. according to IMDb. Uh, yeah, I missed out on this one when it came out, and um, I remember you talking about it. You were like, "This is a great movie. You should watch it." And like nothing about this poster made it appealing. And I only almost I only almost watched it because of Christina Ricci, but then I also was like, eh, and I never watched it. It was one of those like I'm in high school, I didn't really care to watch this movie. I didn't know what it was about. I remember you liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then I just, I, it's one of those movies, once a year or two pass, it was harder to watch movies then, there wasn't streaming, so, um, you'd have to rent it or something, or, I mean, I guess you could have bootlegged it by then, like, got it through peer-to-peer networks and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just didn't, yeah, I didn't, uh, it eluded me, and then every time I got a chance to watch it, it was one of those movies that I was like, oh yeah, she was in that movie. Oh yeah, I forgot. Right. right, right. It was one of those like always, every time. Uh, she won for an Oscar, right? Charlize Theron. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oscar. What I'm looking at it right here. She won. Um, yeah. So that's crazy. Um, so that being said, um, my first view of this movie. Uh, it's a fucked up movie, um, and it's a good biopic though. <laughs> Go figure. Um, it, uh, it it is a good biopic. Um, and there's uh, and, it, and it's even though it's just about her life, um, there is some there is some of the, still the biopic drag, I guess. Not not too much to, but her life is just extremely interesting, and they just kind of focus on her. Um, that it's it, it works out. Uh, the end kind of wraps up, and you're like, I didn't know it was a biopic until the end. To be really honest with you, right? Um, and it was like, oh shit, this was true. Oh, that's even more fucked up because. Like, I wouldn't want anybody turning tricks at 13. <laughs> like, you know, like, uh, so that's uh, some crazy life there. And then the makeup or artist um, for this did a really good job because, I mean, I couldn't tell it was her at first. And then once she starts, like, obviously doing better for herself, you can tell. But, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a powerful movie for sure. Um, fucked up to watch. It's hard, hard to watch for sure. Um, not everything, not everything's hard to watch, but some of it is hard to watch. Um, and uh, but yeah, I'm overall glad I picked it to watch it, um, uh, or else I would have missed out a good performance. And I guess just in general, her who's technically a serial killer, I didn't even. I guess she was. Yeah, um, more than two or two or more. Yeah, so, yeah I guess so. I guess that's the prerequisite. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so, Oscar, what did you think? What was uh, well, I like you said, I really liked it back then. I don't remember. Um, exactly what I thought of it. I definitely knew that the one thing I remember is, um, this is my second time watching it. Um, oh, okay. The only thing I remember is that, um, like, she scared the hell out of me. And, um, part of it goes to, like, you know, the face or the makeup to her face, right? It sure. Goes along with that, but just, like, her eyes, man. Their eyes is what got me. And, um, not just for the, for the murdering parts, but, like, the desperation and her uh, actions were also kind of like... Yeah, she she really looked like a rat caught in a cage. Um. <laughs> right. No, yeah, right. And it's funny how you mentioned earlier how you almost saw it because of Christina Ricci. And, um, yeah, at that time, I would say Christina Ricci had more of a power, of a draw for me to watch a movie back then than Charlize Theron. Yeah, now I it's mean, a complete reversal. Well, 100%. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw Casper like 300 times. 303, yeah, about that much. Yeah, it's many, that, sounds many a, that sounds about right. Yeah. Let's see what's... Yeah, I'm going to take Not a look at her work. Adam's Family and um, other things. Um, oh, she was in Alec McBeal? Um, okay. I don't remember. I've seen Alec McBeal, but not enough to know it. Like, I haven't memorized it. Um, and Pan Am. Don't forget Pan Am. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. And it's... Uh, so, I saw it initially for that. I had no idea what I was getting into. I knew about the poster and everyone talked about it. Um, and I was, think that was, point, that was the point of it. They're not supposed to look like starlets and shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, oh, yeah, I think it was supposed to. And, uh, yeah, and it really, I don't know, I'm not, it's not the first, because mm-hmm. in 2003, I was 
20, 21, something like that. And um, it was by far not the first uh, time I've seen uh, or even lead, uh, you know, gay actors or gay um, or gay characters as leads in a movie. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely not the first, um, but it was the the first uh, like this combination, right? Of this, I guess, the first as a biopic, maybe, or as the first as a like tackling these um, systemic fucked up things and all uh, the murders and whatnot. And uh, I don't know, it was like the, I had never seen anything like that quite before. That movie. Okay. Um, so yeah, it hit me a lot this time around. I would say the eyes still freak me out, not as much though. Um, I'm definitely more jaded, so it doesn't affect me. Uh, that yeah, I can see the movie having a way bigger impact when it came out for sure. Yeah, right. Um, right. It wasn't we didn't we weren't having these kind of movies until then. I think. Yeah. Or they yeah, or they exist if I weren't known or whatever. It was too far between yeah. or whatever. I would agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, first of all, the performances of both Christina Ricci and Theron are really good. I think they're both really good, especially when you you know because I mentally compare actors to their other stuff if I've seen them and other things. And I'm like, wow, right. it's pretty good. Like she can do like these kind of things and that kind of thing really well. So I would say that you know she definitely earned any spot of notoriety. I think both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, the story, you're right. It didn't seem, it didn't feel at all to me until the end, until the court stuff, that it was uh, a biopic that was based on real events. I thought it was just like a, uh, like a, tr- like a, I don't know, like a, a low rent horror movie or thriller or drama thriller, you know, I really thought it was one of those. And that's how Patty Jenkins kind of records it. It's kind of like, she just shows it and lets, lets Theron kind of do all the work and appropriately. Just make sure she's got the right angle on Theron, you know, for the, right. for the scenes. And just shows it like, almost like an observation experiment. It, it isn't, it isn't showy at all. It isn't like, it, it isn't like, um, it also doesn't feel real rent. It's just that the setting is always low rent. They're always like in the street on shitty cars on shitty motels on shitty houses. But like um, the camera is just so effortlessly there. And it's like, yeah. you know, it's almost like a documentary, but not really because it's fake. You know, so it's just like a weird thing. And um, yeah, yeah. it's not flashy at all. It doesn't do any crazy camera tricks. I'm sure there is maybe one or two, but not much. No, quite on the contrary. If anything, it's it feels like the locations don't really change that much at all. Right. And uh, looking back on it, because I knew going in this second time that it was a biopic, mm-hmm. I was like, I did, you know, I guess I maybe saw a couple little moments where, like, throughout the movie, like, especially mm-hmm. during the dating phase between uh, the main character and Christina Ricci's character, where um, it felt like maybe it was a biopic, because I think they're hitting, they're trying to get these two characters together, because they are together when this, the murders happen. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, no, otherwise, it still felt pretty much the same. Like, it felt like a movie, like a fiction movie. Um, and that was, that's a power for the movie for sure because it works. Um, yeah, yeah, that for me. I'm still, it's still a good movie, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean, like, it's kind of hard to disagree with anything you just said. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, um, I don't know if you want to. I don't know. Do we? Yeah, there's some stuff. Okay, so um, this movie. I mean, no, I mean, this is a this is a marathon movie. When we do marathons or older movies, we just spoilers all the time. So. That's how we've done in the past, so I assume we're doing that, too. Um, so, yeah, spoilers for the movies now. Um, based on real life, too, though. So, how much can we spoil? Right, right, right. Uh, I like how this movie makes you... I mean, maybe it's different for you, but... I, it makes you care for Yeah, I empathize with her. 
No, I 100. Not just for the first quarter, because that one's no. I was, I was, I was 100. Yeah, I was gonna bring it. I was gonna bring that up to you actually right now, right? Yeah, that's what I was. Um, and I'm glad. (laughs) Yeah, very similar thing, thought process. Um, well, the tagline for this movie is the first female serial killer of America. Um, and uh, yeah, the movie does a great job of just like making you like kind of like. Uh, empathize 100% with this character, especially for the first killing. And, I mean, you could have chalked that up as to just about every other first, you know, killing where she wouldn't have got, she would have got manslaughter at best, you know, if she went to the cops right away for it. Um, and that's about it, right? I mean, self-defense, I, I, I see it almost like a like life-threatening thing. Um, no one would have believed her, that's the worst part, but, I mean, I get, I get, I get why she did it. Right. And then, um, after that, I just, I mean, it's Life shat on her, man. Uh, hard. And, uh, what's his name? Crap in the movie. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bruce Dern. Uh, yeah. who plays the, uh, the, what's it called? The, the owner of the... the ex- right, right, right. Yeah. The owner of the, of the, yeah, the warehouse or the storage facility. Yes. Um, brings it up perfectly where they, they've been tossed to the side and no one knows how to deal with them, so no one deals with them. Mm-hmm. And that's just the gist of it, right? And I was like, that's fucked up. Because it's true. Because that's exactly what happens in the United States. Uh, very much so. I mean, now it's way, a little bit different, I would say. Um, if not, probably significantly more different. Um, and then, uh, but like, with that, it's like, no one ever wants to do anything about it. And the truth is, not everybody's there to do something bad. But, I mean, you go by someone's experiences. And for Eileen, who's uh, Charlie Theron's character... Uh, she, I mean, she's literally been shot out her whole life and like, she's got a script and, but the, it's like, even if she's not there for that, for that, people still, you know, like are still going to ask or take advantage of her, you know, and it's really fucked up. Um, yeah. And I can see why she, and I can see why she continues to do things. And after, I mean, the last one is probably the hardest one for her, for us to watch, for, for her to do. And also is like. Um, is also probably the one that like kind of sucks the most. That I would say she didn't have to, obviously, out of everyone, because everyone else is kind of a scumbag having sex with, trying to have sex with. Mm-hmm. Um, is the one who's just trying to help her, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, the, the, and it's really shitty. But like at that point, capital. at that point, what does she do? Like she's she can't, you know, she's she's trying to make sure she doesn't get caught either, or her or Selby. So right, no, they choose the. I don't know if they. Um, I don't know if they they. If they actually um, gave screen time to all of the kills that the real life, um, whatever her name is, Eileen, did. Um, But if they didn't, they picked the right ones, I think, because there's a progression that you are watching, right? From the first one, which is totally justified. And a few others that could have been, because, again, she puts herself in crazy, dangerous situations. She doesn't. Um, Now, she puts herself in them, but at the same time, and we'll get to this, I guess, this more political point about sure. the decay of culture and what it's doing to people like her. But, like, yeah, she put herself there off, and it's her choice, but also, what else can she do? She was born this way, but she doesn't know anything. Right. Um, anyway, um, it's, yeah, it's like the cop was probably the other innocent, quote-unquote, like, as far as, like, a John, that's just a John, yeah. not there to beat her or anything like that, um, which has a very weird, awkward conversations. But most of those scenes, except for the last one, you're right, um, who was a true innocent, um, most of those scenes in the car with those guys are, um, are, are like, it's like equal parts cringe to, 
to you're worried about her not worry about like them at all getting killed or like her running but it's about her like surviving it even though she yeah. has a gun that they don't know about um you're always worried about her at least i was and again there's so many viewpoints on this one you could really see different ways and if you're coming into this movie with biases on the whole profession going on here even if it's street level you know trashy profession of prostitution like they're showing it in this one like yeah. that's going to affect your way of watching it I just try completely just observe it, you know, whatever. And I just try to not put that in there. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I would agree with you with the whole... Um, I will say, what's the cop? When she does the cop work? Yeah, and she opens a wall and you're like, oh, you're like, oh, fuck with her. You're not like, yeah, that's what you get. You don't think that. No, you're, like, oh, you're not. No, 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 you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, again, shit definitely didn't happen. But, you know, she's... I mean, she's never gotten any kind of Tharsis for any of her life, you know, it's just like she needed something, and this is a bad way to do it for sure, but again, what else does she know, she, she alludes to a childhood that was fucking horrible, just, just horrible, and she tells these stories to people, or to Christina Ricci, and um, all they can do, and that's the thing is that, and we'll talk about the relationship, I guess, um, but, but yeah. the thing with them is that with her, uh, she, um, she, no one, the, everything, everyone she's telling it to doesn't understand they hear it, and they don't, like, make fun of her for it, but they, like, they don't understand. They, no, no one understands this, this particular life that she's had. Um, right. And um, Christina Ricci tries, but she doesn't get it. All she has is crazy, religious, overbearing parents, you know, that don't like homosexuals, you know. Like, right. that's it. Or hate even homosexuals. Compared to nowadays, they, they're the worst. But, like, but compared to her life, they're, they're saints. No, they are, so, yeah. So, like, just, that's, that's yeah. the difference. There's a chasm, you know? And, well, yeah. yeah. And it's very interesting. Um, anything you want to say on this stuff so far? No, I mean, no. I, I, yeah, I agree with you. It is it is a, a very much the spirit. But it's crazy how um, it's just, like, obviously, they're, they're saints in a way of, like, they're there for her. But at the same time, they're... They, I get that they mean well, but they do wrong by her too oh, yeah. much, very 100%. much. So, yeah. not I, mean, I don't, I don't say they're good parents at all. No, they're not good parents, but like, you know, you're, they they try to mean well in the in the context of like what they know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, what but at the cousin same time, snarks on another cousin. We're supposed to like we're all supposed know, to be right? cool about this stuff, right? Yeah. Well, the problem is she wasn't cool. <laughs> I guess not. Yeah. So, but, I mean, so they're in a very kind of similar situation. It's just. It is night and day, 100%. One got completely fucked over. Uh, shat out of her life, you know. Um, especially when she explains that her father wouldn't even believe her that her father's friend was, you know. Oh my god, breaking. that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's which that. is crazy. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, and you, I've heard that kind of story many times before. I almost felt like trite. That's how often I've heard that story in other. I agree. I'm like, it's sad, sad, I agree. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that shouldn't be normal. I should never have to heard that story like slightly differently than other people. Like I, that's not a good thing. <laughs> like in I general, I'm like how many people's friends are like not good, and why do they need? Ah, yeah, so many questions, so many follow ups that I can never ask. Um, now, now, what about the relationship? I mean, what did you think about that? I mean, I thought it was. Uh, I mean, it's obviously desperation on what's her name's part on um, Selby's part, where she just wants a friend. She doesn't even want, you know, she just wants. A, she just wants to talk to somebody that's not her family. 
um, judge her for things, or judge her for things. Yeah, and uh, and then she obviously finds her smitten because she's so like, you know, lives completely free, but she doesn't know that she's turning tricks, right? So like, until later, then when she does learn that, then it's like their relationship becomes really weird, like especially because Selby is like does just doesn't she's still young minded and she's still very young at the same time. Um, she she wants to have fun and do all these things, but there's, she doesn't know responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I hear a lot of noise background on your Sorry. Right. falling around. Um, no, no, no. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, she doesn't know a lot of, she doesn't have like responsibility and even like Eileen who at least knows that there's certain things have to get done. You know what I'm saying? Even though obviously she has like zero responsibility to the world. She knows that things you need money for, you things you need to do for to have things and stuff like that. You need to work for stuff. You need to, you know, right. stay on top and of things. And about her is that she doesn't know how to do that, like in a good way. Or that, of course, but not. she knows, she knows that she, she has to get done. Yeah. She, right, exactly. And the thing is, like, you know, the other one just wants to go and live life. And, like, yeah, but she's mooching. She's like a leech. She's a leech to somebody who already has nothing to give. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's 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 very hard because she's like taking the rest of it out of everything she's got, basically. Um, and it's a it's a shitty relationship that they end up having. Um, so yeah. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a toxic, almost a toxic relationship because it's it was off to to begin with. I mean, on Eileen's part, her desperation is that she only the only reason they met is because she only had five dollars left, or and she wanted to spend it. Right, before, because otherwise she would have given that handy to that guy for free before she blew her brains out. Yeah. You know, she just wanted to not, not have, like, not have that count for nothing before she right. killed herself. That's a desperation that's obviously deeper, crazier, more insane, whatever, darker than, um, than Selby, who is just pathetically naive to the situation. I mean, a lot of us would be pathetically naive to this kind of situation, because... It's insane. Serial killer, you know, trying to live in your house and turn tricks while they're killing. That's an insane situation. No one is prepared for that. But no one. But it was there. She was already massively unprepared for if she never did that. You know. Right. <laughs> so right. like, yeah, it was it was bad to begin with. But again, just like just like Eileen, just on the lower level, I guess, of not as extreme. I felt right. sympathy for Selby, and I'd like to get out of there. Yeah, I agree. Get the fuck out of that house and shit like that, and. Yeah, don't act that way, right? But she, yeah. you know, so obviously, I, I'm seeing her. She doesn't know any better, and she literally has like one friend. And she had one friend, the one in high school that remember that whole thing. I don't remember. She told some story. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. I think she. So like, her. she also has nobody, even though she's surrounded with the same people. Not like she's not moving around. Is my is my point? Like town yeah. to town. Uh, yeah. But she can't get away. You know, it's just like a. They're both. That's a terrible thing. Um, no, I, and her performance is yeah. definitely more manic and not manic. I don't want to say that. Um, she's like constantly fighting to not say something. Um, Selby or Christina Ricci, I guess, uh, her performance and it's kind of like trying to get out of her bubble and being forced out of her bubble for comfort zone kind of thing. For, in, for in sure. Conversations and with people, it's like a combination of trying to force it out and then doing it too much when she gets excited. It's like one of those kinds of people. That you meet sometimes. Um, that's kind of selfie. Um, so yeah, a- everything is just so unhealthy in this whole movie. From what they eat. No, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is very uh, yeah. Everything's very unhealthy. Yeah, very true. Very true. Um, I was even worried for um, Eileen at the end when she was uh, those two bikers were grabbing her, 
I'm like, no, come with us. I'll give you some change. I got some in my car. It's over here. And I was like, dude, they're going to rape her. They're going to kill her or something like that. I was like, that's fucked up. That's a way to go. And then I was like, oh, my God. It's just a popo. Um, hmm. Yeah, which is crazy. And then, uh, and then yeah. But um, I do have to mention one thing. But the, both characters have gigantic foreheads in this movie. Yeah, or at least they're shown to be gigantic. I don't know. Or they don't make a thing. Or, yeah. You know, to move their hairline or, I don't know, fuck right. their hair or certain way. Right, right, right. Because you can make it look that way, I think. But, um, no, I guess, yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah, she's definitely, they're both not lookers, even though, like, in real life, they are very much lookers. It's interesting. Right, exactly. Um, Which is, yeah. I mean, that, I mean that, it's a great I job. I remember at the time thinking in 2003 or thereabouts, because, again, this movie was famous because of how, the, you know, the ugliness, so to speak, of, of the main cast. Um, and I remember thinking, um, as a negative to the movie, like, I don't. Why don't you just hire really good actors that or don't look like that, like don't look like a Charlize Theron or a Jennifer Lawrence type or something? You know, there are plenty of actors that don't. It just uh, don't have the beauty that people are used to in Hollywood. Why not right. just hire them? You know, yeah. Exist. and they're definitely getting more play in general these days. Sure, it also helps that. We're generating a lot more content than we ever did, even two thousand three. No, yeah, that that does help a lot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it does help. Yeah, but also it doesn't knock that a person like this is, you know, a, you don't say that that because you don't expect it. I guess you didn't expect it like that from Charlie Theron, but she, she's a really good actress. <laughs> oh no, yeah, that's why I can't blame the movie too much about it because, uh, or I can't be too right mad because about like it you, because... you you put somebody who did an amazing job in the role, right. so like yeah, but also it makes me sad. In general, I hear you. there's so many performances. It's like when they give um, an actor who can walk, a move, you know, uh, you know, a role where he's strapped to a wheelchair, the whole time, you know, and like, well, it's my left foot that have that ability, you know, that have that disability or whatever they call it. So yeah, you know, it's kind of weird. Um, besides that, uh, yeah, what do you think the movie's saying about? Is it saying stuff about more of America or more about like women? You think? What do you think the movie's trying to say, if anything? I mean, yeah, I think it's saying a little bit of both, right? Yeah. Um, women in America, 100%. Yeah. And it's talking about how uh, they're obviously a secondary character. Um, people don't um, take them serious. I mean, it's it's very much so. Unless if they're, like, they, they have to give up something. And it's so weird. It's like, they're only used for their bodies, very much so. And I, I mean, obviously, again, this is almost 20 years later to the movie. We're two years shy, and I mean it's a different world. <laughs> it definitely feels now. way different. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, watching this now is almost almost unbelievable. Not unbelievable, like I guess, because also like lack of cell phones, lack of everything, because it was taking place in the nineties and stuff. Right. It's a right. It's a we're watching this movie from that was made uh, almost twenty years ago. There was a period piece when it was made. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. We're that old uh, now, Rob. We, we can say that. We are that old, aren't we? No shit. Say things like that. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that until just now. Well, I've been I there for like the last 10 years. <laughs> well, you've been old. So it makes sense. Four years. Oh, yeah. Uh, four and a half. Okay. I'm sorry. Just counted the half. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, so, yeah. I mean, okay. And I, I guess I will leave with this question. Because I'm with you on that. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it says... I mean, we kind of said it already. But it says a lot about... Both women in America and women in America. <laughs> um, but also our system, right? The whole thing about letting the people we ignore, the people we drive by all the time, the people we don't want to you know, help uh, or think about. Right. right. Um, besides that, I have one last question here. Um, 
and now you mentioned the 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 time the difference in our culture our world from 2003 sure. till now um i i also feel huge differences i can't remember how i felt the world back then but it was definitely not this um no what do you think um this movie is does it feel like does it feel like it belongs in that time does it feel timeless to you does it feel like um does it feel kind of blasé you know it's like if you watch uh uh uh, gay jokes from the 90s, you're like, oh, yeah, it's not going to work today. Do you think like that about this movie? Anything like that? It's weird. It's weird for you to say because that's what I'm, I'm trying to figure out where or how how it feels for me. And I feel like I was alive during these times, but it wasn't my life. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it, it, it's like that purpose. It's like that 80s, 90s, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I was, I was alive in the 80s and 90s, you know? <laughs> it was really weird. Yeah. I just wasn't doing any of the... I wasn't an adult during those times, you know? Yes. So, like, when the movie came out, I was entering... Yeah, we didn't give a uh, shit about Monica Lewinsky, you know? No, of course not. No, but I know about her, you know? Right. Um, so, like, watching this is, like, almost an America that I just didn't know about. You know what I'm saying? And I was ignorant, too, because I was a child. So, for me, it's almost, like, unbelievable of when it came out. Um, because it's not the things that I remember growing up, but that was the things that was going on during those times. I just didn't know about it because, you know, I should be kind of ignorant to some of those as a kid. Why would I know about these crazy things like this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing because looking at it, I guess I, had I seen it in 2003, I would have been like, damn, I didn't even know that was happening while I was growing up. And I would have said that. I mean, because it would have made sense, you know? Um, like, and then, but watching it now and then <laughs> knowing it's from 2003... About something that was before, right? Um, is uh, yeah, it just doesn't feel real. I just it's it just doesn't feel. Uh, does the movie feel outdated it, to you? Uh, it does feel very outdated. Yeah, I almost feel like I'm watching a '90s movie. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mean. Uh, oh, I don't mean like. Yeah, you're right. You no, but like I'm, I'm talking about like uh, like a movie like like filmed in the night. Like you think this is a '90s. Like it feels like a '90s ass movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's yeah, there's definitely some of that for sure. Probably, I mean, sounds very intentional from Pat Jenkins, um, right? To feel like it's come there. It feels like they shot a damn camcorder and shit. Um, not not like that, but whatever. You know, nineties, um, the nineties. Um, yeah, I think uh, you know, it reminds me uh, of that movie we reviewed. I think Luke picked it. It was an Amazon Prime movie. We reviewed it uh, late last year. It was uh-huh. with Paul Bettany, you know? It's a period piece where he, he's gay and he's coming home because um, his father died. What's the, I forgot the name of it. Oh, uh, Uncle Frank? Uncle Frank. It, it kind of reminds me of Uncle Frank in the sense in the sense that they're both period pieces. Not about the same thing, but they're both, you know, uh, traumatic individuals who yeah. are uh, homosexual, too. Those are basically the only two things that are similar about it. But it reminded me of it because I was thinking of Uncle Frank, and if Uncle Frank came out in 2003, would it be ignored or hyped up? As of now, Uncle Frank today, because of all the history we've had and all the movements, cultural movements, and, and so on, that um, Uncle Frank was kind of just, no, uh, I mean, we love the movie, but like it was kind of under the radar in general. It, just, it was buried among the, the sea of many voices because there's so many other movies. Um, today but like yeah i was trying to think 
if back then, if we switch these movies up, bring in Monster to last year or today, and then Uncle Frank back then, would it have a similar effect or not? And because I'm, I'm trying to decide, because I don't know the answer to that question that I asked you about if Monster is timeless or if it feels outdated or if it feels like. Well, it's weird. It's also weird of the, you know, it's also weird of the fact that like that LGBT. Uh, that's right. That's really better. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, the I you, it's it's like secondary because it's you know Christina Ricci is a secondary character in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, but like I know that that's how people were growing up, and it's funny how like that just completely has changed. There's there's people who still feel like that. You know, like, go pray it away or whatever the case is mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. But, like, that's, like, almost – it's almost weird because it's really not existent. At least not in the like, culture that we're used to, right? It's very much right. – Yeah, I mean, it seems like uh, I mean, yeah, it's both the, growing the, and not. It's very much, as if, if anything, like, like almost a norm, you know? Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. There's people, like I said, who still find it weird and still find it whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's it's – it, looking at it how it, how they're looking at it, like oh, it's it's very much like oh, uh, it's still being kept in, under wraps. She even says it like I'm going back to my mom's for or under my cousins for in my closet or closet or whatever. And one of the yeah. scenes at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. um, and you're like oh, like um, so if a movie like Uncle Frank came out, I don't know if it would have as much impact. Um, I think it would have a big impact, but at the same time. The way it's shot, Uncle Frank, and like they're more understand, and I don't think I don't think it would be as believable that people were that understand. Oh yeah, because you know they're from the saying? south and shit. Because they're from the south, yeah. I don't I'm think anybody would south. find that unbelievable compared to like now, where you're like, what's well, his family? You don't even think you don't even care from people from the south. It's, it's family, so like yeah. they're getting fast and furious. Taught us that. That's right. That's right. That's why we have nine of them, right? Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I don't know. But right. yeah, if you were to go by that route, yeah. okay. Ah, cool. I figured it's an interesting question, but that's all. Mm-hmm. I think that's all I have on the movie. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I would agree. All right, so that is it for your. Is this your fourth or third? Fourth pick. Ah, that's a good question. I don't know. I think it's the fourth. Um, um, marathon pick, uh, monster, mm-hmm. um, and that is it for our show. You have been listening to another movie podcast, Sans Luke. Um, remember, we are a bi-weekly show. If you want to follow me. On Letterboxd or on Twitter, you can do so at Harmon Filmmaker, A R M E N, Filmmaker. Um, Rafa, how about you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Don Rafael, underscore between uh, Rafael and the L, and then on uh, what's the other one? Uh, Twitch at uh, Sutrapa. Cool. Um, all right, so uh, next time in two weeks, uh, I'm picking those films, and those movies right. are weird. They're all different, I think quite different from each other. Okay, so we're going to review Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar, huh? which is okay. uh, a comedy. It's it's funny how it's, oh. I know nothing about it. Um, I heard good things. And then we're going to review um, my favorite from the um, from the Oscars nominations. I'm going to do Promising Young Woman. I think it's pretty important to talk about it. And, um, you know, still new. came out this year for us anyway. Um... And then uh, for my marathon pick, the next one is uh, in my toxic marathon is a movie called Flight from the late 2000s. And um, from the teens, I mean, from the mid teens, sorry. I don't remember anymore. From, but we're going to do Flight with Denzel Washington. That's the movie I'm talking about. Um, 
But yeah, and uh, I forgot to mention this at the top, but uh, obviously this show will be coming out, I think, the day of the day, the day of or right before the day um, of the actual nominee, uh, the Academy Awards. Obviously, we didn't have time to watch it and then post it for the show, so we'll right. talk about it on the next show. So it'll be two weeks late, basically, because it's coming out too close to the... It's okay, it's already like a, two months late anyway. The show. Right, it's already... The right, they, Academy Awards. Right, yeah, you're right. So, but hopefully, uh, we'll see what Promising Woman feels like in two weeks compared mm-hmm. to right now because we don't know when. But anyway, yep. that regardless, those are the three movies. Uh, check it out. You can. These are all rentable. None of them are streaming, as far as I know. So, um, so I'm sorry about that. I guess. But until then, <laughs> until two weeks from now, I am Oscar. And Ralph. I'll uh, see you later. Bye. 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 What the hell was that?